Sacred Jellyfish Podcast. Today, I just wanted to talk about what has been lingering on my mind lately. And it's going to be a mixture of things that I would love to share with you. One of the main topics is going to be anxiety, my personal experience with anxiety, and inner child healing revolving around that. I will also be touching on taking action within your life, risk-taking, and having confidence with doing so. And whatever else I feel called to share amongst the stories I'm about to share with you, I will then share those as they pop up and arise. But before I start off with this podcast episode... I really just wanted to take a moment to anchor into the body. I'm recording this at night, so I'm just going to be acknowledging anything within the body that I'm still holding on to from the day that does not serve this version of me right now. And as I release anything that I'm holding on to, I send it away with love with gratitude. <sighs> Usually things that attach ourselves, attach themselves to us. <sighs> They're usually things that reflect an aspect of us. Or they're things that that specific energy is attracted to our energy. I imagine if you were listening to this and you are resonating with it, you are a very open being. Your light shines very bright, and so people are usually going to be drawn to that. And I know for me personally, I'm very sensitive to energy, so I tend to collect a lot of energy. listening to this in the morning, be grateful for waking up, be grateful for the unconscious, subconscious mind, as it is giving you the opportunity to breathe, it is giving your heart the opportunity to beat, listen to any sounds around you that you may hear besides this podcast background for me, I hear the highway and cars driving by. I like to imagine that cars, the sound of cars when they pass you, are waves of the ocean because both of them sound very similar and both of them hold very different energies. I'm very drawn to the ocean, so imagining the cars of the city manifest as waves of the ocean really calms my soul. (sighs) Taking a few more conscious deep breaths. 
this begin? So for me, anxiety has really been a big energy within my life growing up. And the anxiety is really just the ego. But the ego's main job is to protect you based on past experiences. And if you went through traumatic experiences in a social setting, you might have been diagnosed in the past with social anxiety. So your body and your mind doesn't want that situation to occur again, so it really tries hard to make sure you don't do that, don't get yourself in that situation again, by flooding the mind with thoughts that really just burn your energy. And your energy is your currency, your energy is your powerful tool so just be aware of the thoughts that you let run your mind I recently have been feeling I guess a lot of anxiety lately because I started a new job recently and the transition between having one daily routine and then completely switching it up to another can be really shocking to the nervous system and I know for me growing up I really hated getting up for school in the morning and I would cry to my mom and I would cry the night before just trying to get the universe trying to tell my mom and get my mom to not take me anymore because I hated it so much so When I'm starting this new daily routine of maybe doing yoga in the morning and then getting whatever chores I need done that day and then going to work, I have this sense of school anxiety that I had as a child. And I realize that the reason I'm freaking out, the reason I just get so nervous before going to work is that inner child who's nervous to go to school. Our body holds trauma, our body holds that emotion, and if you can acknowledge things and blockages within the body and know how to release them, you're going to remove that core trauma. You're gonna remove that root trauma. So, anxiety for me a marker to showing me traumas that I have and oftentimes there are times when I just don't have the opportunity to do that shadow work in that moment to grab a journal and start writing through it sometimes I'm on the go and anxiety arises and I kind of know where the anxiety is surfacing from and so 
a really quick way to just release the trauma is one, holding compassion for yourself, and two, your breath is your anchor. So breathe through it and kind of imagine that past trauma being showered with love. Imagine hearts just being flooded on that trauma. Breathe through it. Acknowledge where it is in the body. But I like to imagine that core trauma being showered with love. Just holding deep compassion for that version of me who felt that core anxiety first. Telling them that it's okay. I'm here. I'm here to protect you. Just showing that child, that teenager, that toddler, whatever age you are, just deep compassion and holding them to know that they made it through. They're here. After years, after that experience, you've still made it. You've still waken up every morning and you kept rocking it. So just, just really anchor into that version of you. I love you. Tell them that you're always going to be there for now. Kiss them. Give them a forehead kiss. And let go. So, yeah, I had anxiety with going to work. And I had anxiety with talking to other people, creating that vulnerable connection, um, being witnessed by other people. All of that good, juicy energy, I really just anchored in, acknowledged that version of me. That was kind of where it was all surfacing from, just those few focal points. Um, but I also really, there's a lot of noise, I feel like, behind the word anxiety, and words can hold a lot of meaning, but... I personally really don't like using labels that have to do with depression or anxiety or um, like specific labels. I feel like society gives them those labels and then that word just holds so much. And sometimes to allow that label, whatever's beneath that label, to really be healed, sometimes it's good to change the word of it because... Words are spells. Your mind knows this. Um, So sometimes instead of using the word anxiety, I like to use words like maybe nervousness, overwhelmingness. Um, I could use like different, there's different words, whatever word feels good to you. Maybe it's like jellyfish. I feel like jellyfish right now. I feel maybe I feel heavy right now. My heart feels heavy. Sometimes it's better to use those lighter words um, kind of to release just the heaviness of that feeling. And so a big part, whenever I feel this overwhelmingness within my stomach, I like to really tune into the body because usually my mind is racing my mind's overthinking, my mind is hyperfixating on a situation. I kind of want to like let go of that. So instead of I like to tune out of the mind and into the body. 
So I like to do yoga. Anchor myself back to my breath, the body and the breath. Two best friends. I like to do yoga and I like to dance. Usually if you break a sweat, like dancing, running, hiking, swimming, like if you break a sweat doing it, your mind is really solely going to focus on that activity that you're doing. That's also a really good tip. Break a sweat, like exercise when you're having a bad trip, for example, because it's going to instantly get you into the body and out of the mind. Um, But that was, what was I talking about? Okay, so next topic, I guess, because I completely forgot what I was talking about. Um, So, yeah, just get into the body and anchor back in to you. I know for me, having confidence is a big thing when just being in my power, not hyper fixating on anything external. So a good way to feel confident is knowing that you are the soul manifested in human form. And you hold so much infinite potential. You hold so much power and knowledge and wisdom. So I really like to anchor into that, knowing that my existence is worthy. I will cut my nails short and I will go run outside in the grass. That shit makes me feel good. Um, but... So I really like to have a good outfit that really reflects how I'm feeling. Today, I had to go to work. And I was like, okay, what's going to make me feel good to go to work? Picking a cute outfit. I was going to wear leggings and the shirt that I'm supposed to wear. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch that shit up. So I wore a cute, flowy skirt. My cute ass shoes. (laughs) That's very vague. Vague. Um, and I did my hair all cute and stuff. And even though I was literally working the closing shift with one girl, I still felt the need to look good. And that is how confidence works. Like tune into the body, acknowledge what the body needs, even if it's for 10 minutes or a brief second. So what you wear how you carry yourself, those are the two things. I yeah, tend to have a hard time sometimes just sharing what I'm thinking with the world because I don't know how they're going to receive it. I don't know how they're going to perceive it. I don't know what the vibe is there sometimes. So sometimes I just like to observe and keep all my thoughts internally. Um, but that was the one big thing at work that I needed to work on. And so... Sometimes it can be hard to, you know, be loud, be able to take up space within your energy. Also, you also have to be very observant of the energy around you and the people within that energy because there will be times when I'm working with one specific person. My energy is just zoop. My confidence is just zoop. But then there's other times when I'm working with another person. My confidence is up there. My energy is up there. 
So also, the person you are surrounding yourself with is going to really... Energy can be very connected to other people. And so be very observant of how you feel around other people because sometimes the emotions you take on aren't even yours because, again, you are open. You are a magnet. So just be cautious and conscious of the situation because your body also is your warning sign is like your detector compass it's gonna tell you if something's off it's gonna tell you if energy is like no 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 honey so be very observant on that but having confidence is a big thing and this is new topic i guess because i'm changing it up a little bit If you have confidence, you're going to be more willing to take risks, more willing to take actions, more willingness to be perceived. And one second, let me grab my journal because I watched a podcast and this shit is very valuable at the moment right now. So this goes into it and if you're listening to this you're about to get some juicy downloads all right so go and get what you want so i know a root trauma that a lot of us have is the root trauma surrounding chasing after our dreams because generation after generation, lineage, line. There were people in your life who couldn't. There were people not in your life, in your ancestry DNA, that wanted to go after what they really want, what their soul wanted. And they couldn't because there was a societal expectation to have kids, to get married, to settle down. And once all those things happen... And day-to-day life buries your dreams more and more. You're going to forget. And you're just going to settle. So, lineage line. We've had the root trauma of chasing after our dreams. Because then people project. People tend to create a world where their dreams aren't possible. So then they don't have to go to bear the responsibility and guilt that they didn't go for the thing that could have been possible for them. People think they're giving good advice by squishing your dreams because they squished their own. That was a direct quote from the podcast I listened to. And it was the Aubrey Marcus podcast. And it was, you should chase your wildest dreams. This shit, I was sitting at the counter while my family was watching a football game. And... For some reason, I really needed to be in their energetic field while watching this video and getting all these downloads because usually I like to have my own sacred moment in my room away from people when I'm getting this shit. But for some reason, I felt the need to be in their energetic field. And there was a reason there. But also, I feel like when I'm able to be authentic in my energy around other people, I just get more motivated and it's great. 
Um, but what I was saying was, you have a lineage line where they didn't chase their dreams. Or maybe you do have a lineage line where people did chase their dreams. And that probably means you're more likely, more likely to also chase your dreams. Um, but for other people, that ain't the case. And when I tell people that I really just want to travel and live life and who the hell knows what my passion's going to be like in five years, even a year from now, I might have a totally different vision for myself. So when I tell people that, like, I genuinely don't know and I don't care because life's going to happen. Life's going to unfold beautifully for me. And I'd rather just witness it in the moment than project all these ideas onto it. So when I tell people that, um, I will definitely say there are some little bit of judgment sprinkled in on that reaction. And a lot of the judgment has to do with a lack of security there for and I have no idea, like, if I'm going to have roommates next year, if I'm going to be on the road next year, if I'm going to be in a different country. So you also have to have that balance with understanding that you have so many possibilities because sometimes there's a lot of overwhelmingness around that idea. So remember to have that balance and take baby steps, I guess, because your mind's going to get less overwhelmed. When you only have a list of like two or three things. Then you're like, okay, I could do these two or three things. Now I don't feel like my energy is all over the place. It's more collected. Um, yeah, so our story is our most important story in our life. So just really focus and tune in to your story. And tune in to the chapter, chapter you're in right now. I don't know what that word was. Because every version of yourself is a tiny piece of the big puzzle of your life. And you need every tiny, beautiful piece to make the end result. So have compassion with every phase that you're in. Even if that phase is maybe not what you expected, it's still beautiful in itself. And I saw a picture on Pinterest a while back. And it's my favorite quote ever. And I think it's made by Christine Owens on Instagram. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she did a post about this girl looking at herself in the mirror, I think, and she's like, I love this version of you, and the girl's like, do you love this version of you? Through her spirit guides, and her spirit guides replied with, I love every version of you. Every version of you is a freaking masterpiece, and some days when I am just not in the zone, I like to talk to my spirit guides and kind of hone in to the love that they have for me. I was looking in the mirror one time and I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And what was happening was I was tuning into the love of the universe, the love of my spirit guides. And I was like feeling that energy. So I started crying, dude, because it wasn't like I had just a deep love for my physical appearance when I looked in the mirror. It was like, I have a deep love for the person, the soul behind the body. But what I was saying was I like to tune into the love of the universe because 
that shit is powerful. Like, I don't think you realize when you put trust in the universe, you're putting trust in yourself because you are the universe. When you put trust in yourself, you are putting trust in the universe. You are one. And I came to that epiphany like a month ago or something that I was like, oh my God, I trust the universe so much, but then I wasn't trusting myself in my day-to-day life. So there was that like imposter syndrome situation because I was like, universe, I trust that you have my back. I trust that everything is falling together in my life. But then I would go day-to-day with putting myself down because I didn't have trust in myself. So there's definitely like that mirroring effect. And so just really be conscious of that. Make sure you are trusting yourself and you're putting trust in yourself. If there was a lot of opportunities within the past month that I usually would never do. One of them is go to martial arts and start martial arts. I always wanted to start martial arts, but I was like, girl, you do not have the confidence. Like I was putting myself down, but then I was just like, okay, how do my spirit guides perceive me? How did this, how does the universe perceive me? They perceive me as a powerful, divine, alchemist, beautiful being and the universe perceives everyone like that. And so I tuned into that energy and I was like, okay, so if I tune into that and I really perceive that in my my mind, it's going to be natural for me to go do things that maybe are out of my comfort zone, but I have so much trust in myself that I know even if this doesn't work out, because as humans, there's going to be fails, but even if that doesn't work out, I still have trust in myself because I went out there and I did it. And... You also have to remember, like, let me flip through my journal one more time. Because I've been just really on this topic lately. Which doesn't mean I fully have integrated this topic. It means, like, I've acknowledged it, but I'm still working on it in my own life. Because I'm not perfected in this confidence section of my life. So... A big thing with confidence is, one second here while I find the note. Okay, so when it comes to practicing something like taking action and taking risks, you have to have repetition. That's a word, yeah. Repetition, repetition. Because it's going to make it feel natural and sometimes... You can use the ego to your benefit. I like to get the ego attached to that specific version of me. So I tell myself, like, girl, you are good at martial arts. You're good at martial arts. You know how to kick. You know how to throw punches. You know how to do all this good, juicy, divine feminine, divine masculine shit. And so I got the ego attached to that. And what I also got the ego attached to is that I travel. I'm a traveler. I have friends who live in beautiful parts of the world and I connect with them deeply like I tell myself that I was telling myself that when I was 10 years old even though that shit was not relevant at that 10 year old phase like externally I trained my internal mind to believe I was a traveler so my ego is now attached to that label sometimes that shit is good so take take advantage of that and 
So yeah, no risk equals no action, which equals less chances of you getting what you desire. So you really do have to have trust. Trust is a big word here. And like I was saying before, failing is a very natural thing. Because as humans, we're gonna fail. But in that fail, hold a lesson that is gonna teach you something valuable. Honestly, now in my life, I don't view anything as a fail and I don't view anything as a mistake. Because I know everything happened for a reason. So I went on a trip to New York back in July. And I was going to come home after that trip. But when I got home, things looked really different. They looked gray almost. They looked like they were not resonating with my soul anymore. I was like, shit, why is this happening now? Um, Turned out it was happening because my soul needed to learn from that experience and move on because I was ready for the next chapter. So I think every time a situation doesn't go as planned, it's a learning opportunity for you to learn about yourself, which then advances you to the next chapter and phase. And you quantum leap into a new version of you because this new version of you acknowledges that situation and is conscious of why that thing happened to get you from A to B. So tune in, tune in for that. And then here's a quote, and I'm going to share with you. It says, It is impossible to live without failing at something, unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. So that is a very interesting quote I was just like reflecting on and reflecting on. And I was just like, damn. Again, I don't really like using the word failing, but... It is impossible to live without having a lesson. You know, everything's a lesson. Unless you live so cautiously, which I presume is when you have so much anxiety, it that you might as well not have lived at all because you were too scared to take that risk, to take that action. And, of course, we all have gone through different events within our lives And some of us have the ability to take risks and take actions more naturally because maybe they perceived it growing up by their parents or maybe they felt the safety within their home to go out and actually do what they want. Other people have lived different lives where maybe they still do that, but there's different blockages getting them from taking that risk. Maybe they were scared of being perceived. Maybe they have gotten yelled at in the past for doing something out of their comfort zone so there's a lot of different layers of trauma for everyone and another quote that I really like is a person can drown in two feet of water and a person can drown in a hundred feet of water it doesn't matter how much shit you've lived through each one is valid each one is a very key teacher within your life. And so it's very interesting thinking about that too when you come face to face with someone for the first time. And it's just so interesting to perceive someone 
and know that they've gone through life experiences that you have no idea about and you couldn't even sympathize with because you haven't, you can't even picture yourself going through that. And there's going to be people who have very similar traumas to you and you're going to feel triggered by it because they remind you of an aspect of yourself. Like everything is a reflection and everything that someone lived through sculpts the person that they are today. And a really beautiful thing about trauma is you can alchemize it and you can transmute it and you can turn it into something beautiful or something powerful to your benefit. And so you really have to just acknowledge that, acknowledge everything, but also live through the lens of, I like to live through the lens of observing everything for the first time, like a tiny child and being in awe of its beauty. Even the most weird, annoying parts, I'm like, oh, that is interesting. So, just keep that curiosity. Um, Just wrapping up here, I want to tell you how much gratitude I have for you specifically. And to have gratitude for yourself. Because you are powerful. You've done so much work. You have mastered the skill of being beautiful you. Mastered it because you are just living it. And you are loving the vibes. I'm loving the vibes of your vibe. Because you're a beautiful soul. Just wrapping up. I'm very grateful for you. And I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of me just rambling about beautiful topics that I have been thinking about lately. Um, I appreciate you. And I really hope that you hold compassion with yourself. And you are very gentle with yourself. Through all your faces. Because every piece of your puzzle is a very important piece to the grand mastery and the grand unraveling of your existence. Thank you for being here. Sending you so much love. Until next time. Bye-bye.